Greetings this morning in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. It's the apple of God's eye. God is looking on us this morning. Praise the Lord. Oh, I appreciate it, those songs that we sang. It's good to be here. Greetings to you all in the precious name of Jesus. That name that is above all names. And we read uh, the end here, we read about him that stood out to me who has gone into heaven and is on the right hand of God, angels and authorities and powers being subject unto him. Praise God for the Lord Jesus this morning. Okay, well, I, uh, I guess I, uh, how should I say, Daniel got sick yesterday, so uh, he needed somebody to fill in, so we just trade it. Uh, so I guess I'm on for the opening this morning. But why was uh, he called or texted me yesterday afternoon? And I said, well, let me think about it, and I'll get back to you, hopefully not too late. So as I was just stealing my heart before the Lord, why uh, <clears throat> I got a sense of direction, so I told him that I'd do it. But after I was uh, just meditating I thought about a song that we sang here, oh, I don't know, it's probably three, maybe three Sundays ago. <clears throat> it was the last song that we sang. And I really liked that song, and, and uh, so I found it in uh, John Dee's book, uh, number, no, I'm thinking wrong, that's another song, another song I like, <laughs> 820, okay, 828. But anyways, I looked at it, and uh, Susanna was there in the kitchen, and I tried to sing it, but I don't, and so I said, do I have the right tune? And she kind of said, no. <laughs> so I uh, text Brendan, well, actually, I had asked him first where, the, where it was found or where this song actually is, so I WhatsApped him, and, uh, and I said, would you and Sarah be at a place where you could sing this song? So they graciously sang this song for me, and uh, it was a real blessing, and you can imagine what happened from there. But anyways, so we're going to have them sing this morning. I'm not sure if it's just going to be Brendan and Sarah, but, uh, uh, but Brendan said he would be willing to sing that song this morning. So I'm just going to have them come up and sing, and then I'll continue. God bless you as you come. Oh. 
transgressions and teach us to know that humble compassion which pardons each foe. Keep us from temptation, from evil and sin, and thine be the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Thank you for doing that this morning. I, uh, you know, I'll probably say some more about some of these songs here in the church seminary. <clears throat> yep, the name of it is Hymns of the Church. <clears throat> yeah, well, God is good. Praise the Lord. Well, I had this past week... Um, something just came to me in a very strong way, I guess. And so I'm going to share a little bit about that and also uh, the end here about what came to me as I was just, uh, yeah, stealing my heart before the Lord there yesterday afternoon. But maybe to start off with here, well, let's just have a word of prayer. Could we do that yet? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you, God, that we can gather together in your house, Lord, the house of God, your abode, Father. Oh, Lord, we thank you. God, I pray, help us to see the church, oh, God, the way you see it, Lord. Oh, Father, may we be jealous for the church. May we be jealous for you, your glory, God. Oh, Father, I pray, have your way here this morning, Lord. God, you know every soul that is here. You know the needs of my heart. You know the needs of every heart that is here. And God, you are almighty this morning. You're the God of heaven who created the heavens and the earth and the sky and the sea and everything therein. God, you're able to do exceedingly abundantly above at which we're able to think or ask God. And I just pray, Lord, as we come together in this house this morning, oh God, that truly you could be God, that you could truly be the true shepherd here this morning, Lord, that feeds the sheep, dear God, that takes care of us, that ministers, Lord, life and all those things, God. Oh, Father, I pray, have your way here, Lord, today, dear God. Yes, Father, meet the needs, dear God, I pray this morning. You're able, Father, and we thank you, God. And I do pray for those that are not here this morning because of sickness or other reasons. God, we pray that you would bless them, that you would minister to them. Oh, God, pray for Daniel, Lord. Just bring healing to him, Father, with his sickness, Lord, and, and others too, God. I know Sharon and, uh, uh, is not feeling so good these days with the pregnancy, God, and, and also... Uh, um, one of the children, I think, too, is not feeling well. Lord, I just pray, God, you are God, and we just ask, Father, for your touch, Lord. God, we thank you that you're able to minister to every need and every heart that is here this morning, and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, um, just this song that they sang, um, 
I'm just going to start off with that this morning. We have this song. It's basically the Lord's Prayer. It's a little bit uh, not completely the same. But it, uh, we know the Lord's Prayer pretty much by heart. Our Father, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. <clears throat> our Father in heaven, we hallow thy name. May thy kingdom holy on earth be the same. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Is that possible? Is that possible? Praise God, because of Jesus, that that is possible. But I'd just like to, in the beginning here, just pose the question. How can we hallow His name? How can we hallow His name? Is it uh, one, two, three, four? uh, How should I say? Uh, what do they call that? One, two, three, four. You do these things and then you hallow his name. <clears throat> well, there is definitely things to do. We need to live lives that are holy. And I remember years ago, I listened to a message on the, on the Lord's Prayer about hallowing his name. And the thrust somewhat was, yes, about hallowing his name and not marring his name. We can mar his name. And God help us as his people not to mar his holy name. We know God is merciful. But may we be encouraged this morning as his people here at Zion Christian Fellowship to hallow His holy name. So how can we hallow His name? I guess what hit me, uh, I think it was early this week, one afternoon, I forget what it was, this thing just kind of, I don't know, came over me, or I just, uh, yeah. This whole aspect of... uh, of, uh, our personal, private, devotional life, prayer time, our personal time that we, I trust that everyone in this room that is a Christian makes that time somewhere in their daily life. But I, I, it just hit me for some reason, I'm not sure why, but it just hit me, and I'll say it the, the way I was thinking I think in my early Christian life, I did it to uh, more, and, and again, uh, bear with me here a little bit, but basically it was a little bit more for, to, to, I zeroed in a little bit more to, to be disciplined, to make that time, so I have that time. But you know, I can say it has come to the place where I realize I need that time. It's no more just somebody preaching a message and a, and a powerful message about having that 
quiet time with the Lord and, and sensing His presence and, and, the, and hearing His voice and all those things. And those things are great. And we need it. We need it. We need it. We do. But, yeah, I was maybe... Should I say, getting back to what I was trying to say is, is that, you know, it was a little bit more in my in the early Christian life is to, is to have that, to be disciplined. And we do need to be disciplined. We do need to make that time. <clears throat> but oh, to realize we need that time alone with God. Alone with God. <clears throat> And I just wrote a couple things down here. Uh, this is a little bit, and this is where uh, John D. D's uh, hymns of the church book comes in. I remember we had it up for vote a couple years ago on whether we want to have this song book instead of the, the one that we were using. And I think I voted for no. <clears throat> and then, was it, I'm not sure if it was when John D. came or before he came that we ended up getting this song book. And for some reason, I started just kind of going through it in my own personal devotional time in the morning. And I found it to be a real blessing. And there's songs in here that I'm not saying, I'm not, okay, we're not, uh, we're not dealing about or talking about which songbook is better than the other songbook. I'm just saying there's some songs in here that I like. And really have blessed me. And just this one song. If you get up in the morning and, and, and you just feel a little bit out of touch. Go to the first song in this book. Come, O Thou God of Grace. And, and, and just, if you don't sing it, at least read it. And I probably, do, I probably read some of these songs more than I sing them. But here, here is how it starts. Come, O Thou God of Grace. Make this a holy place. If that won't somehow get your, uh, get your, <laughs> I'm not saying it always does, but there's times that I consciously just go there to somehow get my heart more in tune. <clears throat> Come, O thou God of grace, make this a holy place. That's a beautiful song. <clears throat> there's other songs in here. Uh, got the wrong songbook. Right, songbook, but not the songbook that I brought along. <clears throat> Who knows what uh, page eighty-eight is? Laverne, you know where that song is. <laughs> Eternal Father. I like that one. We, I, I'm not sure the first time that we sang it here in the, in the other songbooks that we have, but I, I, I like that song. But there's another song right beside it that I like, and I, I, I uh, am very grateful for John D. doing that. And it's the one, uh, uh, page 89, Holy God. <clears throat> Just another beautiful song. <clears throat> and then we have 109. And I didn't know this song, but some reason Brendan and Sarah had it in their wedding. And I have grown to, to love that song. Oh, who is like Jehovah God? 
I mean, I think all you have to do if you just feel out of touch, uh, if, if, if you can't sing yourself, just, just call Brennan and Sarah and they'll sing these songs for you. And <laughs> you might be busy all day tomorrow. <laughs> no, I, I trust we're not that far out of touch with God. Okay. <clears throat> but anyways, and then we have another song, 696, Take Time to Be Holy. We need to take time to be holy. And, and some of the, um, this one here could be a message in itself. We live in a fast pace moving society that is just speeding headlong into eternity, into, can I say, hell this morning. The world is going headlong into a Christless eternity. And that spirit that they are of is all around us. And don't you think that we, it doesn't affect us. <clears throat> Can I, I was thinking of this as far as of a, of a stream where there's a strong current. Years ago, we went swimming one time as a family down on the uh, Darrell's uh, river there south of you. North of you, sorry. <clears throat> we went swimming there. And some reason, Jonathan got into a strong current and it started pulling him. And I, I went over as fast as I could to, to help him out. But there is a current that is pulling us. And if we're not careful, we will go along with that pull. We are swimming uphill. As long as we're in this world, we're swimming uphill. Uphill, whatever. Against the current, however you want to say it. <clears throat> We're, we're swimming against the tide. May God help us. May God help us. We need to take time. We need to take time. And that's where I just want to lift up the whole aspect of spending time, making time uh, alone with God, singing, reading, meditation, prayer, and just... And just having that time when you connect with God, Brother Randall, the other son, I forget when you had that message about connecting with God. We need that connection. If we don't have that connection, that, that stream that is coming this way will just pull you on. You won't have the strength to, 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 to swim against it. It will take you along. <clears throat> Singing, reading, meditation, prayer. Personal devotions, connecting with God. And just another aspect of when we have our personal time to make sure that our hearts are open and uh, our spirit is open to the Spirit of God. If we're thinking about other things, and even here this morning, if we're thinking about the past week and we're bogged down with the things of this past week, and I want to touch on that later here. It will hinder us from hearing the shepherd's voice. It will. It will. But all those times when, when it's just like there's a clear communication and it takes something on each one of our part to keep that channel unclogged, right? It takes everything. It takes, it takes effort. To keep that channel unclogged. And I had one uh, scripture here in Matthew 5. I just thought maybe I would touch on. Because I, I'm in this mode. 
And for some reason, I decided to stick this, this verse in here this morning in light of our, our personal walk with the Lord. <clears throat> in Matthew chapter uh, 5, verse 23, Therefore, if thy bring thy gift to the altar, and there rememberest that thy brother hath ought against thee, leave there thy gift before the altar, go thy way first, be reconciled to thy brother then, and come and offer thy gift. Did you ever get up in the morning and you went to seek the Lord? And all of a sudden you realize there's a problem. What do you do? Say, well, you know, we come up, we can come up with all kinds of excuses. But I don't know that I ever got up in the morning and then I went and talked to a brother. But uh, I probably should have. But this thing here, to me, I heard a message on this and... and, uh, it's like we as human beings, we, we, we tend to explain things away. But Jesus doesn't say, uh, but, 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 or we, we tend to say, but, 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 you, but, but. But Jesus, all he says here is, leave thy gift before the altar, go thy way first, be reconciled to thy brother. Oh, but it's his problem. Well, we can come up with all kinds of reasonings. Maybe it is his problem. But if you know that there is a problem and you just keep on going, that'll hinder you. It'll hinder your connection. It'll hinder you from from being able to swim, if you will, against that tide. It will. May God help us to be, to hallow God's name. How do we hallow his name? Well, that's one, uh, uh, one aspect I wanted to look at is just making that time to somehow being able to push aside the things of this world. And I have found it to be a blessing. And, and, and I know some, I, I'm not saying, okay, how should I say this? I don't always do it, but the times that I endeavor and put effort into it, uh, I just know one instance very clear to me here this morning where I got up and I, I got up on time. My alarm clock went off and I got up on time. And, and I went into the bathroom and I cleaned myself up and I combed my hair and I brushed my teeth and, and, and just in a very relaxed way. You know, sometimes you get up and, well, you quickly got to get your devotions in. And I quickly got to go to work. And, and, you know, we're in this fast-moving society. We just need to step back and say, now, wait a minute. We're going too fast. And just another... But anyways, there's something about that getting up and where your heart is not moving 90 miles an hour. For the next job that is you need to do. And, and I know some of these things enter in with organization and all those things. You know, I, I, I found myself coming back from a minister's uh, meeting here in Indiana. And I, the next day, my mind, I just felt like I couldn't get into the, into the work. <laughs> and I think there was reasons why. But, uh, yeah, it was a good, we had a blessed, blessed meeting there. It was very good, even though... Some of the things were hard, but it was a, it was a blessing. Uh, yes, so let's, 
hallow our, our uh, let's our Father in heaven, we hallow thy name. May we hallow his name. But if we're on this, if we're on this uh, rat race or whatever you want to call it this morning, we will not. We will not do it. We will not do it. Our nerves will be fried and somebody does something wrong and anger will come out and we know how all those things go. But oh, to take time before God and just stilling our hearts and having the grace of God minister life to our heart and our spirit and we go into the day that way, brothers and sisters, it has to make a difference. It does make a difference. Well, the other thing I want to look at now is this. And this was another thing that was all connected, I think, this past week in this thing that hit me. Um, I, not too long ago, listened to a message, a preacher that I have appreciated over the years that already was in this pulpit. And he's very strong on your personal walk with the Lord, and I appreciate that. <clears throat> but it was interesting as I listened to that message. I I felt I just felt I just felt I just felt I don't know condemned. I guess <clears throat> feel like I'm not measuring up. But the other interesting thing that I uh, I listened to another message shortly after that, or pretty much close right beside it, and it was more about a message of body life. And something hit me as I listened to those two precise messages. And if you want to put them in a slot, and I I don't like to, and I'm not going to mention names here this morning, but I don't know that it would be necessarily wrong, but uh, there is a difference. And I think we all know this. I hope we know this. And if you don't, look into it and study into it. There's a difference. And if you go back to the Anabaptists, there's a difference between the Protestant view and the Anabaptist view. And to me, the one, if we just zero in on our, on our relationship with the Lord and having that connection, which we all need. If we don't have that, we don't have anything. Are we square on that? Are we clear on that? <clears throat> but something, like I said, something just clearly hit me. That if there's a problem in body life, there's a problem in this life. You know? Right? It works both ways. And I forget exactly, maybe one of you, Larry Alvin, remember what the, the Anabaptists back then, they, they used to say something about uh, walking with your brother. I forget how they said that. No? Okay. As far as if they're not walking with their brother, they're not walking with God. I, they had a, they had a, there was a phrase that, that was said, but I, I can't, I can't pull it up <clears throat> but anyway so there is something or how should i say so we have our personal walk with the lord and then we also have the blessing of church life and when i say that church life i think we can take it a couple of different ways and let me explain a little bit more what i'm thinking as far as church life so when Daniel called, and this was some, yeah, that, that I was thinking about 
uh, life. Life. How does it say in Romans there? The spirit of life has set me free from the law of sin and death. The spirit of life. Is there life that comes from church? You know, we can, when I say this, the blessing of church life, it's more like the blessings of being part of a body and, and if I have a need, somebody will come and help me and, you know, those type of things. Uh, and, and in a sense, you could say it's kind of all entwined, but uh, yeah, <clears throat> maybe I'm belaboring that too much. The blessing of church life. Where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in their midst. That's in Matthew chapter 18. Verse, uh, I forget what verse it is there. The church is the apple of God's eye. I had mentioned that earlier. The blessing of church life or body life. And I, and I was trying to think of this, and again, it's kind of connected with what I was talking earlier about just uh, our personal devotional time versus church life or body life. Um, you know, we don't, just, we don't just have the head walking around. We just don't have, which is kind of a, a crude illustration, the body walking around. But you have the head and the body, <clears throat> one. <clears throat> May we see our need of both. And I believe there's people out there that, can I say, maybe tend to uh, lean on one or the other. But Jesus is not divided. He is one. Praise God. Well, there is uh, a couple other things here. The whole aspect of Bringing something to the body. And let me quickly read here. I run out of time. I have a book that uh, I just pulled off the bookshelf here last night. I just want to read this. The Lord's presence is in the gathering. Furthermore, the Lord twice promised us his special presence. Once in Matthew 18 and once in Matthew 28. The latter, lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world pertains to witnessing for Christ, the former, for where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them, pertains to meeting in his name. These two promises of his presence are different from the presence of the Lord with us personally. Many only know his presence in a personal way, but such knowledge is insufficient. His most powerful and overwhelming presence is known only in the meeting. Although there is his presence with you personally, it is bound to be of a lesser degree. Only in assembly together with brothers and sisters do you experience his presence in a way that you never did before. Learn, therefore, to know his presence, this presence in the meetings. It is a tremendous grace which cannot be otherwise obtained. How wonderful the assembling of God's children is. We do not know how the body operates, but we do know that it does function. As one brother rises, you see light. When another brother stands up, you sense the presence of the Lord. Still another brother opens his mouth to pray, and you touch God. Yet another says a few words, 
and you receive the supply of life. Praise God. Let me tell you, this is something beyond explanation. How the body of Christ works together. We will not understand until we stand before the Lord at His return. Today we can only follow that which the Lord has ordained. What a blessing. Do we, do we, do we value, or how should I say this morning, the whole, the, the, uh, the, the gathering together of, of the body of Christ? I mean, I like how he says it here. You know, we can sense God's presence in an individual way, but there is something that happens when we're together as a church body. And I tell you, if, 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 if our hearts are open, you will receive a blessing. But if our hearts are cold and closed, we all know what happens. We will go away the same way we came. Just like in our own personal walk, our personal devotional time. We need to have a heart that is open. And if there's anything that is, that is a problem, we need to take care of it. <clears throat> And so we have times of, of, of singing, we have times of, 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 of uh, uh, preaching, and we have times of testimony. And, and I would just like to encourage us here this morning, if God speaks, don't just sit on it. <laughs> don't just sit on it. And I know there's times, depends what it is, you don't just, uh, whatever, open the floodgates. But... May we allow God to have His way. And there's, there's a lot more I could say. The whole aspect of, of bringing our gift, bringing what we have to the body. We don't just come to church to see what we can get out of it. If we do that, we are, we are coming for the wrong reason and, and somehow that thing's not going to come out right. If you're only coming for yourself, but come more uh, uh, Corinthians 14 where it talks about everything that is done for the edification of the body. So brother, if you have a word, share it. If the Lord has given it to you, share it. For the edification of the body. But if God doesn't give you anything, then sit back and listen. <clears throat> but that, that everything that we do or say or sing songs that we sing or whatever. It's for the edification of the body. And we can go home all edified. Amen? Amen. (laughs) Praise God. Well, I trust that is what is happening and will continue to happen. But just an encouragement to open our heart to God's Spirit and His His, uh, His, uh, workings. In our lives. I don't know if I should share this yet or not. It's getting, I'm getting too long-winded here. But as I was thinking too of getting, as we come together. And, and I know Larry has mentioned this already as far as the, uh, as far as the devotion. This is supposedly supposed to be a devotional. And maybe I am not practicing what I'm preaching <laughs> here this morning. But. My mind, I just thought of, you know, where we somehow bring our hearts. The devotional time is to bring our hearts in touch with the Spirit of God, the song service too, and, and the devotional. And then, and then Larry, he's planning to have a message here to where our hearts are wide open. 
And God is going to have a word for each one of us. Through our brother Larry this morning. If our hearts are open. God wants to work. God wants to change. God wants to heal. God wants to do all those things. So may God. May God have his way this morning. And of course my mind went to. The, the whole aspect of, of the shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. And, and lying down beside the, uh, in the green grass and, and the still waters. May God do that to our hearts here this morning. As the message comes later here. That we can receive the word of God to our hearts. And allow him to change us. Allow him to change us. So. May God bless you. I, uh, yeah, may God have his way. I'll leave it at that.